Welcome to You Bet Your Garden. I'm your host, Mike McGrath. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about the good eating things you can still get into the ground at this time of year. And we're going to use that as a jumping off point to talk about having something growing in your garden all year long. And I mean over the winter as well. We're going to talk about getting the most out of your raised beds with succession planting strategies. But mostly it's a phone call day, cats and kittens, and you know what that means. We're going to take that heap and helping at one. 888-346-9499. Loretta, welcome to You Bet Your Garden. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Loretta. How are you? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And where is Loretta doing good? Very northeast corner of Maryland, ahead of the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, okay. Very nice area there. Good place to not use garden chemicals to protect that very fragile and important eco-climate there? You betcha. So and I'm having a problem with not doing that right now. I don't know if you remember it, but way back when I was a kid, we used to have this can of stuff. You'd shake it up and you'd spray it, and it looks like string. Silly string. It's silly string, that's exactly right. Silly string. It was outlawed. Well, it, it's around my place on all my perennials, and I mean, it just it seems like it's everywhere. started out just like on my Claire Curtis and a few perennials here and there. And and I try, I love going out picking weeds and picking the beetles off of things, but there's nothing I can do with this. As soon as I go to pick it, it just breaks apart, and it's like strangled. It's all over, strangling all the uh, perennials. It's even worse than that, Loretta. And I know exactly what's going on. Your garden uh, looks like Spider-Man was out there on a bender last night, right? Just shooting his <laughs> webbing all around. That's exactly right. I can't believe it. There's no one else ever heard of this. Um, and I've been gardening for 30 five years and I've never seen it. It's kind of unusual. Farmers in certain part of the country are going to be overly familiar with it. Uh, This came up when I was the editor of Organic Gardening magazine. A reader sent us a photo and I had never seen it before but one of my editors had grown up on a farm and she went, oh no, that's Dodder. Often called field Dodder because it often shows up in farmers' fields and it tends to get into home gardens when they buy a bad batch of straw or hay that was infested with this parasite. The parasite comes in on the hay and then gets into the garden plants. Did you ever spread hay or uh, a straw around your garden? Yes, I did, and I just put it on my strawberry patch. I don't have any good news for you here. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, this is not... I've tried, I've tried fungicide... And I've also tried insecticidal soup. Yeah, so far you've danced around everything. It's none of those things. Oh, gosh. It may look like a fungus. That was not a bad guess, Loretta, because of the way this plant appears, as we've described it. It looks like somebody went on a on a jag with a big can of silly string. What it is, it is a type of plant. It's a very unusual plant. It is a true parasite. It is almost an air plant, you know, because you're seeing it wrap around your plants like bindweed. Exactly. Every place that it touches the plant, it actually punctures the plant and starts sucking energy from it. Oh, brother. It's just totally nasty. Now, I will tell you that many people, when it gets into a small patch of perennials, will sacrifice the perennials. It is that Mm. difficult to get rid of. Farmers who get it in the field will often solarize.